the framework of Christianity. I didn't become a Christian until a teenager. Which is my next question. So one of the most important things about you, how and when did you become a Christian? How did that happen? Um, very strange. I, w I went to a secondary school, a grammar school. It wasn't my first choice. It wasn't the best grammar school. It was fourth choice on my list. I'm not good at exams. Uh, and uh, at this school, our, our form room was the art room. And in the corner was a printing press. There was a little school printing club. And I quite enjoyed that. Well, one chap said to me once, a uh, fellow in my year, he said, um, there's a fellow who prints the Bible. Would you like to come and help? So I just went along just for the joy of, of printing. I thought, I'm, you can't print the Bible on a little hand press. The Bible I did know the Bible was big at that time. Uh, but we printed Bible verses for people overseas. Uh, it, it was what we would call today a faith mission. They would pray and ask God for money, and it would come. Uh, and uh, this was just an amazing thing I did in the evenings. And one day the chap took me through the gospel. He, let, he was about eight years older than me, and uh, we're still friends to this day. He still carries on doing the printing work on the east end of London. And um, he, he went through one of our track, we used to track, you know, little leaflets. Uh, and he went through the different colours. You know, red was for sin, all have sinned and fallen children. Do you agree with that, he said? Yeah, yeah. Um, no difficulty finding agreeing with people are sinners, is it? We, we all agree it's false. Um, something about the blood of Christ which cleanses us from all sin, do you believe that? Okay, okay. I didn't see any reason not to. I mean, why not? Uh, something about heaven and something about forgiveness. Uh, so he said, would you like to pray? Said, I don't think I'd ever prayed in my life. He said, I'll say a sentence and then you say the same one if you agree with it. So he prayed and I prayed. He said, go and tell the others that you're now a Christian. So I said to the others in the prison, there were about six or seven of us, I said, um, I've just prayed and become a Christian. They all jumped for joy. I thought, well, what's all this about? Well, I suppose I was about 13 or 14. And over the next few years, the gospel started to dawn on me. By then, the printing thing had got bigger. We'd moved into a basement of a church. It was a Baptist church, it happened to be. And he said to me, uh, the chap in charge, would you like to come to church? I said, why not? He said, we go to one down the road. I said, what's wrong with this one? No, he said, they don't teach the gospel here. I said, don't they? Not knowing really what the gospel was. So we went to another church. I can remember the pastor going through Ephesians 2. And I, it was packed, just like here. And I was on the edge of my seat. Uh, he was speaking to everybody's life, but especially mine. We're dead in trespasses and sins, he said. Yeah. By grace we are saved. I thought, yeah, that's exactly what's happened to me, I think. So by the time I was 18 and left home to go to college, uh, I, I was clear I was a Christian. In fact, I was more than clear. I was a reformed Christian. There were a group of us in this printing mission that believed in the sovereignty of God, that it wasn't just a human decision, that there was a God behind all our human decisions. Fantastic. And just now you humbly, arguably, claimed that you are an ex-pastor, but from what I know about your continuing regular annual trips overseas, preaching in different countries, and, and helping out Redeemer in various ways recently, being a good friend to me, um, I think it would be unfair to say that you're, you're not very active. So to finally, give us a snapshot about life since and up until the present. So Daphne and I have pastored two churches as senior pastors. I don't know what to call it, really. Uh, 25 years in one where our kids grew up and they became believers. 25 years in Cranley. And then uh, 15 years in Farnham, where we still live in Farnham. Uh, one was an independent church. One fine enough was a Baptist Union church, but I joined the FIEC, a, gr a grouping. And uh, since then, I've asked the FIEC for what can I do to help in retirement. 
and we've helped out two or three churches. We found pastors for a couple uh, um, that we found, but Daphne and I have got a, a love of mission, and so we go overseas two or three times a year. We're off in two weeks' time to Romania, where we go regularly. Some Hungarian Baptists. Uh, the Hungarians fe- feel locked in to Romania uh, after the Empire, um, Hungarian Austria, Hungarian Empire uh, broke up. The hu- some of Romania took on these Hungarians and uh, they feel themselves sort of in ghetto mentality mm. sorry that's a Jewish word uh, they hunker down, they're a little scared of the world but they're very well educated and they need to evangelise and one of our, our longings is to see churches grow and evangelise so we go out to Romania quite regularly and I go out to Siberia I've got a missionary friend out there um, right down deep south uh, in, in, in uh, Novosibirsk so you're not that retired well, I only do that in my spare time. And then when the FIC say there's a church in trouble, it needs some help, um, I sort of get stuck in. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to add one final, final question. Point answers. How can we be praying for you and Daphne, brother? Uh, that we'll, we're 72 years old, that we'll keep a sharp mind, that we'll keep walking close with God and uh, serving him to our dying day. And that we won't um, put our feet up. Let's pray. Father God, thank you so much for this um, big brother of mine in the faith, this man of God and his wife, Daphne. Lord, thank you. What an amazing story you've written for him in the past. And um, the the background of escaping from mainland Europe, uh, being a first-generation Brit, um, Father, thank you for his continued commitment and, and passion for your name to be lifted high all over the world. Lord, thank you for his trips to um, Eastern Europe to this day and uh, further afield as well. Lord, we pray that John and Daphne would be blessed by you with continuing sharp minds. Lord, I thank you for having witnessed firsthand how lucid and sharp and insightful you've you've gifted john and daphne to be and would that continue for a long time to come lord doesn't seem to me to be any danger of john putting his feet up but if he wants prayer to stay urgent lord please would you keep him urgent keep him active and energetic and father please keep him faithful and we we pray that for all of us thank you that he has been such a wonderful faithful father and husband and friend to so many and pastor and lord would that not change in his uh, remaining years on this earth. Would he remain faithful until you call him home? Well, thank you for his marriage. We, we lift up Daphne to you as well. Thank you for the amazing support and help she's been to him over so many decades and, and would nothing change there either. And um, Father, we thank you for his gift in preaching and, and we praise you that we get to have your word open to us in a few minutes. And please help John to do that skillfully and passionately in a way that changes our lives. And we pray for this couple in all of these ways through Jesus' name and for your glory. Amen. Amen. Let's worship.